Iowa everywhere. From the Chelsea Studios. Chelsea Studios. Welcome to the hook. the hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Hook. My name's Ken Miller, along with Trent Condon. I uh, talk sports on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, Monday through Friday from 11 until 1. My partner is Mike Palm. He's the Vice President of Operations at Circa out in Las Vegas. You'll either see him at Circa, you'll see him on the deal, you'll see him walking Fremont Street between those two properties uh, as well. Mike, good to, good to see you again. I feel kind of left out. I'm the only one not in Vegas this week, and... Williams is out there and Hassel and our producer, Aiden Wyatt, is there uh, for the first time, Ted Flint. Um, but, boy, you've got a lot of people in town, a lot of media, a lot of radio media in town for the uh, the big uh, sign-up weekend. Well, first of all, Kenny, they didn't bring the weather girl. I've, I can't find her. I've searched up and down Fremont. No sign. We've had rain. I've been trying to figure out what was going on, but she's not here. Uh-huh. Um, you are, you are missed. A lot of different, I think over 30 different markets represented between the, wow. the broadcast, live radio broadcasts and uh, podcasts that are going on up in the galaxy and on the third floor. And our, our producer Aiden's there, of course, and and Iowa everywhere with a, with a big presence, um, you know, Chicago, Peoria, Detroit, Houston, L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, you know, it runs the game. Philadelphia is here for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff from folks. No, it is. And as much as I'd love to be there, I kind of like the way Trent and I have uh, been able to work it out. We feel special, Mike Palm, because we're out there and there's nobody else out there but us on the weekend that uh, that we were there, Hall of Fame weekend, which was pretty special uh, in its own right. Well, I saw some social media last night, the Iowa Everywhere uh, crew got caught up at the D. I know there was an event at the D last night. Um cocktail party for the media that were in town and apparently some of them found the uh the sigma derby horse betting machine it just amazes me how popular that that continues to be i think we told the story before uh but that's the only one that's in operation in las vegas it's at the d up at bar canada and um i'm guessing there's seldom uh, a few minutes go by that that machine is not in use at least by a couple of people yeah, the only one in the uh, state of Nevada in use. It's a 10-player machine, you know, and they run a five-horse race, and you're betting the Quinellas, and the odds change every race, and you're still putting in the quarters. We have a, a modern-day Konami Fortune Cup, too, where you're betting, you know, it's an electronic game, not a mechanical game. Mm-hmm. That's uh, they, they kind of outline uh, Bar Canada there, so it's a great place for it because the game creates a lot of energy. It becomes a social game. It's a yeah. drinking game. You're having beers trying to hit when, you know, 200 to one's the max odds at Quinella pace. It hits sometimes, right? And yeah. he's got a quarter or two in on it, you know, uh, they, they feel like they made a big score. So it's fun and they yell and, you know, you try to encourage the horse and bet the white horse, this and that, but uh, it's addicting. <laughs> it really is. Uh, is this kind of a wind down, not for you because it's a big sign up weekend, but Vegas overall, uh, is this maybe, I guess, I'm guessing Labor Day weekend it picks up, first weekend of college football, and then the NFL is a whole different animal. But what's this weekend like in Vegas? Is it kind of slow? No, it's, it's an interesting weekend because you get the week zero games now, and people start oh, sure. to come out, and, 
if you, you know, if you're getting in a college contest, you, you don't have to get in now and, um, or a mixed contest. So it's not bad. I mean, it's not a great lineup. You get Notre Dame sort of headlines the day tomorrow, but it'll be decent. But, and then college picks up, but nothing compares to the opening weekend of, of NFL, right? right? Which we're still two weeks away from. And it's, as I've said before, it's now neck and neck for third biggest weekend of the year with, with wildcard weekend now that they've gone to that extended weekend. But it's either the third or fourth biggest weekend for us behind March Madness and Super Bowl. Yeah, two events. And, well, one of them is going to be uh, – when, when, when do you get the NCAA – when do you get the Final Four? Uh, 28, I believe. 28, so it's a ways down the road. But it's a ways Super down Bowl, the road still. Yeah, Super Bowl coming, uh, coming this, uh, coming this uh, February. What sign-ups been like this week, Mike? Uh, we did, uh, 150 yesterday. Um, we're, I believe around 320 so far today. I was hoping actually to get, uh, get to 600 today or maybe higher. It'll be close. Uh, my overall projection was between 2000 and 2,500 Wednesday through Sunday. I think we'll be short of that. Hmm. Um, so we'll have to readjust where, where we're at. Millions maybe not get there to the 6,000. I'll, I'll let you know more next week on a revised prediction, but maybe it's going to be a little shy this year. Gotcha. All right. Interesting. Well, today uh, you guys put out uh, some NHL numbers, and I love when they come out. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of – well, I'm really impressed uh, that when you post the regular season points in the NHL, just how quickly – that some of the people that like the NHL, that like to bet on the NHL, gravitate to that and cause the numbers to move as significantly as a couple of them have. The Blues, uh, in particular, I think you guys set them at, what, 75 points, and they're already up over uh, right around 80. So I, what, what am I missing? I certainly don't love this St. Louis team. What am I missing? Well, it doesn't take a lot early to move the number, but I think we took three bets on the Blues um, okay. already and three different people. So – you know, we always worry about the hockey groups, right? You know, you got yeah. the groups of guys that are pro hockey betters, and, you know, they're going to come in with the same info and hit you a couple times. So you have to be able to move that number. I'm I'm with you, though. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't. It, at 80, I certainly would look at the under on that number. I don't know if I was convinced at 75, but I don't, right. I'm not sure what they're looking at, to your point. Um, there's one other one that uh, makes me kind of scratch my head a little bit. And I've liked the Rangers for the last couple of years, uh, but they have the second highest regular season point total. In fact, uh, nobody in the Eastern Conference has a higher point total than the New York Rangers. I think they're going to be a threat. I think they're a good hockey team, but 107? That's awful ambitious. And I'm not sure that they should be the favorites to come out of the Eastern Conference. Top three, maybe top four. Yeah. Um, but favoritism, I think, is a little optimistic there. Yeah. Devils are going to be good. I think yeah. hurricanes. I are go- yeah. The hurricanes are going to be good. Uh, your uh, Ottawa senators. I think their arrows pointing up Toronto. They made some big moves this off season. I know it's been since 67. I kind of feel like I'm picking the Texas Longhorns to win the big 12 when I go after the, uh, when I go after the Leafs. but it's, it's good to sprinkle in a little hockey here uh, in the end of August. Heck training camps. We underway in a month, Mike. Yeah, it's there. It was a real short off season, you know, yeah, especially and, for and, Vegas. Yeah, and and here they go. And I mean, uh, they're uh, they're starting their their preseason here in about what less than twenty days. They start the preseason schedule, and then away they go. And it's so they had short times with their families this year, real yeah. real short times. And you know, we'll see if there's 
uh, some effect on the Knights or for and or Florida who made the deep runs in the yep. start of the season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And all the, all every single one of those Las Vegas Golden Knights would trade their short summer uh, for an opportunity to uh, <laughs> skate around the ice with the cup. So help me out. I think you've told me this in the past. You don't have to renegotiate the circa patch this year just because they no. won the cup, do you? It's there for, for what you signed a yearly, a number of year deal, correct? Multi year? Three, three year deal with a small escalator. So, okay. Um, different things that go around it and, you know, get negotiated each year, but we're locked into the patch for two more years. Well, you certainly got a lot of run with that, with the run that they went on. Let's get the college football. It is upon us. You're a Notre Dame grab. Their total's eight and a half, Mike. I've, I've looked at this. I mean, obviously, there's a couple of really tricky spots on this schedule, right? When you see Ohio State, you see USC. Those may be the two uh, that jump off the page. and not the only two that jump off the page. Um, they're just under a three-touchdown favorite against Navy. Let's start with that line. 20-and-a-half is that number right there. Three touchdowns. Uh, they've got a, they've got a, a terrific starting quarterback, uh, maybe the most influential transfer to come out of the portal. Your thoughts on Notre Dame tomorrow? I disagree with the eight and a half. I think that, that, you know, I'd be shocked if they don't win nine. I think he needs to win 10. Uh, I don't like Trent. I know Trent blindly bet the unders because of the, he mentioned about, but I don't like that game under. If you go back and and look at Notre Dame Navy games, I think the average points over the last 10 years or 12 years is over 60. I think that's too drastic. That number's in the high forties. I think, oh, that might rain. I just, I hate that under and I'm an under player. Mm -hmm. Since we're on unders, I know you and Chris uh, talked about this when he sat in on his uh, you sat in on his podcast yesterday. We talked a little bit about it on the radio with the new clock rules. I think it's finally starting to sink in with some people. Now I get it. College football is here. So it's time to, you know, to pay more attention to it. But with the rule changes and the fact the clock is not going to stop as much as it used to. And the games used to drag on and on and on, uh, as you well know. What do professional bettors, what kind of number have they come up with? And what's your theory behind some of the different crews in the past that you thought used to give you an edge when it, particularly when it came to betting live betting? Yeah, I think there's a range between probably two and three and a half points. They think that's just going to affect totals down because the clock not stopping on first downs outside of the last two minutes of halves. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there was an advantage to that rule in that Crews varied widely on how quick they would restart that clock. And the Big Ten crews were the best at getting it started more quickly. But they varied within crews within a conference. But you could get an advantage. There's no algorithm making an in-game total that's really accounting for how quick they blow that whistle. And there were crews in the Big Ten that averaged under three seconds hmm. uh, and in other conferences over 12. So, I mean, that's a lot more plays a game yeah. when you're talking about the number of first downs, live ball first downs in a game. Mm, sure is. So how closely did you track that number over the years? I used to track it, especially in the last six to eight years. I used to track it very closely by crew. And I would and I would watch basically watch track it manually for a quarter in each game. And I would try to do it like from the midpoint of the first quarter. To the mid, But it varied because you're watching different games. But I would have a stopwatch and do that. And, you know, the <laughs> guys really don't change their spots. It's it's yeah. it's it's. They're very consistent over the years. So, um, you know, and it would cause me to bet. It would cause me to bet overs. And I'm an unders guy when I saw a crew taking 10, 12, 14 seconds, because now all of a sudden there's no time running off. Teams are back to the line and there's really no time coming off. Excellent point. Did you see the news today when it comes to the Big Ten that they're going to vote early next week? 
And the anticipation is this is going to pass unanimously that they're going to put out an availability report two hours prior to kickoff of each game. Now, it's long overdue. I'd like to see something put out during the week. I don't need to know if it's the guy's knee, if it's his shoulder, uh, whatever it is. I just want to know if the, that player, that starter, is yeah. in or out. But how will this affect things, the new two-hour availability report that comes out? Well, I think I think it's it's helpful to everyone to have clarity. I think it makes it more of a level playing field. It, if anything, it might push people to wait to bet closer yep. to game time. Yep. Um, but guys that are pros are still attacking openers, right? That's where they feel their biggest advantage is, is when the number first comes out. Yeah. Um, and the public is still going to bet as close to as close to the wire as they can. <laughs> yeah, it's always been the way, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so when you see the Big Ten doing that, do you think that automatically the other Power Five conferences will follow suit? I think that will bring pressure on them too. Do too. Uh, and, Should and especially if it goes over well. But look, these leagues understand that, and the popularity of their sports and TV contracts are driven a lot by betting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obvious yeah. now. And you're going to have you know close to 40 states probably online, and, and as we turn into the next year, mm-hmm. um, it's there. You know, it's there, and 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 it's it's out there, and it's a huge part of it, and and uh, and you have to recognize it. What's been your biggest mover as far as week zero games? Uh, uh, I think you said on the radio, USC has been one was one of the biggest that I think you said at one point, you, you didn't think you had a, and you'd seen a bet come in on San Jose state. That's a bit of hyperbole, but it, but you know, we opened that game 25 and a half. Um, and you know, we're up to, uh, we got to 31 and a half. I think we're back to 31 there's been okay. some interesting game moves around the number. We opened New Mexico State 10 and a half. That got down to six and a half yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's back to seven and a half. This Ohio San Diego State game is very interesting to me. We opened San Diego State four. It got down to two, went back mm-hmm. to three and a half. Now it's back to two and a half. But I mean, you could be on both sides of this three. And I actually think that's how you have to bet it. I mean, okay. That, you're, you're either taking three and a half or laying two and a half, right? I mean, <laughs> I think. The, the movement around the numbers and there's more obviously uncertainty because of the transfer portal and these teams being sure. so different uh, early in the season. But I think if you could have anticipated line moves, you could have some nice middles around key numbers in these week zero games. So is that, has that been a trend to watch those weeks? Is it, is it, will that happen more early in the season as opposed to middle? I think it will. I think the pre yeah. the non-conference schedule, we'll see a lot of volatility as we figure out who mm-hmm. these teams are with so many new parts. Tell you why the Ohio games uh, got my attention. Iowa State plays them in week number three, um, so it'll be a good, it'll be good kind of scout for the media in Central Iowa to watch that game to see, you know, to be able to formulate an opinion with a little bit of knowledge beside behind it because you've seen yeah. I saw them three weeks ago, and this is a pretty good football team. They're picked to win their division yeah. of the MAC. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I think Iowa State's an interesting team with the rule change, though. That may be one of the ones you say. Is it worth four points to the total? Because I think they're going to be with a good defensive team and maybe not a flashy offensive team. You know, he's going to want to have a deliberate pace to these games. And and that will help with, you know, snapping the ball under under eight, under five on the play clock. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, Iowa State, um, I don't sense a lot of um, Iowa State fans feel really optimistic about this season. 
Yeah. And it's too it's too bad because you know how football is in the state of Iowa. Grew up here, and both uh, you know going to Kinnick or going to Jack Trice, it just means the world. And man, just to be up against and, and just I mean Trent and I were out there when the gambling story broke. We were at Circa when it broke, and we were back at Circa when they, we got a little bit more clarity. But boy, boy, they got uh, they got hit hard. But I will say this, and I'm sure you would occur. There's a whole bunch of states around the country that are hoping. Well, I hope this doesn't come to our state because well, you know it's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. Come on. You know, when I was growing up, too, you could go on the riverboats at 18. I mean, so, I mean, you know, and now with Kentucky coming online, you know, it's 18. 18 you make a wager yes. at 18. So 18 to 20 year olds in Ohio and Illinois and Missouri where they don't have any, you know, and Tennessee where the tax rate's 40 percent. Not only might you get adults 21 and over but how about all the kids oh in those sure. surrounding states who will cross over to bed in kentucky right it's like state lines when you grew up yep. here right minnesota's yep. 21 north dakota's 19 where yep. are you going to go buy your beer exactly <laughs> yeah. You're going exactly. to cross the river, across whatever the border is. So let's talk logistically. You mentioned Kentucky. I know you guys were granted a license in, yep. in Kentucky. Time frames kind of match up Illinois, Kentucky at almost the same time, right? No, but we won't get off the ground there it, it, because of the technology. You know, it's not going to happen anywhere close to simultaneously. It's probably towards the end of the year, if anything. And then if there's a brick and mortar um offering it'll be sometime mid next year i would think okay all right so so just to be clear illinois still september kentucky late or have i got them mixed up Can, yes illinois we're targeting september 22nd as our opening date gotcha uh and um and kentucky it's really a, a tough target i would hope we'd get there you know I don't really want to speculate, but sometime before the end of the year. Gotcha. Well, you'd be there for basketball season. <laughs> yeah, and 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 yes, exactly. And which probably, means a lot. And 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 NFL back half and playoffs. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um interesting uh good stuff well let's move on speaking of the nfl what have you seen this week mike we talk about it every week it, it varies i know you said on the radio today there's been a lot of people in town from wisconsin wisconsin does not have legalized sports wagering i think one exception one tribe uh, allows you to uh, place a bet on uh, on sports uh you said you've seen a lot of wisconsin so the green bay numbers up yeah some optimism on green bay <laughs> uh, excuse me Optimism on Green Bay moved a little bit, a little pessimism on New England, but nothing significant, really. Mm -hmm. so, so a little bit of win total betting. Uh, and, you know, people like to bet the alternates, too. We actually, I, I think last year ended up the alternates um, were just a little shy of the, the conventional totals. If you really? added up all the alternates on teams, it was over 40 percent of the total total take on win totals was betting the alternate high or the alternate low. And 90 percent of that is you know, betting the alternate low under and the alternate high over to get the, you know, the plus $2 or whatever. Right, right. Do you have any of those personally? I mean, not obviously not through Circa, but anywhere else in town? I bet two win totals. I bet Cleveland over nine and a half um, at a plus price. And I bet the Bears under six and a half at a plus price. Those are the only two I bet. I look, I look a little bit at the Rams. I'm not sure. Of, I, I would lean under there and over on Miami, but I haven't played either of them. Yeah, I like Miami. Um, that Cleveland, the AFC North, I think it's the most difficult division in football, Mike. Well, 
two, there's probably two teams in there that don't make the playoffs that, that are going to be really disappointed because all of them <laughs> think they should, right? Yeah, I agree. Pittsburgh never has a losing year under Tomlin, <laughs> and, and Cincinnati's been, you could argue, the next sec, second-best team in football the last three years mm-hmm. to Kansas City. Um, Baltimore is always has the hopes eternal. I mean, they're always a chic pick every year yep. and they do surprising to me. They bring Jackson back. I just look at this Cleveland. I mean, if, if the Watson really is this bad, then I'm going to lose the bet. The bet's right. on Watson. The offensive line is great. You could argue they have the best running back. They've added a mm-hmm. tight end. That's dynamic. I mean, the secondary is loaded with first and second round picks. This yep. should be a very good team. This team should win 10 games. And if they don't, I think Kevin Stefanski is out of a job just three years removed from being coach of the year. Which is remarkable. What have you done for me lately, right? I mean, he went on there and burst on the scene. That team, boy, that division, my good gosh. You said it. I mean, there may be a couple of teams on the outside of the playoffs looking in. One might be Cincinnati, depending on Joe Burrow when he gets back uh, into action. That is going to be one to watch. How about locally, uh, the regionally, I guess? Uh, with uh, with Green Bay, the Bears, you talked about them. You see any Vikings love, any Packers love? Uh, I think Jordan Love might be better than some thought, but what about the Vikings? You know, they, their win totals eight and a half. They won 13 games last year. So it's really, how, how do you bet it under? They're going to win five less games. Uh, mm. You know, they still have the best wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, and, and Cousins is in a contract year. So you would think, can the defense be worse? I mean, the defense was God awful. I don't know. Second year head coach. I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, bearish on them, but mm-hmm. I, I think Green Bay is, has a real shot to win that, to win the North. I mean, the Packers as an organization have to have a lot of faith and love. I mean, mm-hmm. they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have let the divorce go this easily with Rodgers. Mm-hmm. They have to think that he can win a division for him and soon. Uh, and then we'll see how it is. I mean, I got a lot of heat yesterday because I was on with several Chicago stations saying I, <laughs> I think that the only thing I know for sure is the Bears are still the worst team in the in the division. And <laughs> they were outraged. They were just, I mean, the, this, this uh, Fields is a, is a lightning rod character. I mean, these people are... It was blasphemous if you criticize this field. I don't know what they're basing it on. Their hope. That's what they're basing on. They, it wasn't they accurate hope. at Ohio State. I know. It was not an accurate quarterback. He I mean, can run like crazy. Yeah. In college, you can get That's away cool. with it. The NFL yeah. to an extent, I guess. Yeah. Last thing, um, Iowa starts their season next Saturday. You mm-hmm. teased that you might put up an over-under 300 total points for the yeah. regular season for Iowa. Are you going to do it? Benson's working on it, and it's going to be an average because we don't know how many, you know, with bowl games, and we don't want to set it on X amount. It gets complicated. Okay. So, so it, it would be an average number at 25, right? And it would be a yes-no. Will, will Iowa average 25 or more points per game is the way they're trying to write the bet. When do you think Benson will have that available? I wanted him to have it up Monday. So it was it was available the, the week, the whole week that they – obviously – He's probably not going to make it an in-game bet. It's going to be up right. for five days, and then it'll be down. But Any chance that could be uh, posted between 9 and 11 Pacific time on Monday so Trent and I can have first crack at it? We'll work on it. We will love to promote it, my friend. I think it's a favorite, though. Don't you think it's a fa- you got to make it I a do. favorite? I do for sure. Yes. The price is a favorite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Cade McNamara, who yeah. may or may not play this week, Mike. Mm. I mean, he's still iffy. Mm. Uh, with that soft tissue injury, we'll see. But yeah, I, I think absolutely the uh, the S is the favorite. Have, you, ba- have, you, 
Have you bet any futures in the Big Ten West? Have you have you done any? No, any? I stay away no. from I stay away from betting Iowa or Iowa State just because it influences my decision. Yeah. I have no college football bets whatsoever. Hmm. I got a bunch of NFL. I love the exactness. I love the prices. Yeah. Uh, and when the Chargers win the Super Bowl, the first two calls are going to be you and Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be at the Super Bowl? Have you decided yet? No. Oh no, no, we won't be there. You, you mean it's you like we don't go to the, the Raiders right? games? We have the big party right here. Why would we leave? No, I agree. I agree. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for doing this, Mike Palm. I know you've had a busy week with all those radio, including our folks here uh, at Iowa Everywhere, Hassel and Williams and the, and the crew uh, until we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for watching The Hook, part of the Iowa Everywhere Network. We'll see you next time. Iowa Everywhere.